Don't say it too loud, but we seem to be back on form. Stephen Glass and the team are answering their critics, securing seven points from nine. This week, we're post-match with Dean Campbell and Stephen Glass following our draw against Rangers midweek. And we catch up with Marley Watkins, Lewis Ferguson and Stephen Glass following our win against Hearts at the weekend. That's not all. We've got all the latest Dons and supporters news coming up on the AFC Donscast on Tuesday, the 2nd of November. Welcome to the AFC Dons cast from the Inverness Reds. It's Graham here with your weekly Dons news update. They had a point to prove and that is exactly what they've done in the past week as the Dons secured a win against Hibs at the weekend before last, a draw for what should have been a win against Rangers at Ibrox midweek and a win on Saturday against Hearts. Starting off with that midweek fixture then at Ibrox, Aberdeen made Rangers pay for a lapse of concentration in defence and an unmarked Christian Ramirez headed in Ryan Hedges' cross at the back post early in the first half. And we doubled our lead in the 16th minute with Scott Brown striking next to send a diving header home from a corner. Rangers pulled one back from Alfredo Morelos just four minutes later, but the Dons ended the first half in the lead. And while Rangers had a good chunk of the possession in the second half, they were looking increasingly frustrated until David Bates were judged to have nudged into the back of Sab Fashion Sakala and right back Tavernier equalised from the penalty spot. It shouldn't have been a penalty, and it wasn't a penalty. Here's Stephen Glass. Stephen, that was a magnificent performance. Yeah, brilliant. We got off to a great start. Uh, I think we're under pressure from the start, but we showed the belief we've got when we do go forward. Uh, we've got players that can score goals. And I think in terms of being resilient at the other end, I think we were the whole night. It's, it's strange to say when you lose two goals, but I think Lewis was so angry at the free kick that was given. I think you can tell it's probably not a free kick, and I've not seen that back. I've seen the penalty kick back, and that's not a penalty kick either. So to let in two goals at that is disappointing. Yeah, I mean, because on the face of it, it's a fantastic result, isn't it, to come here and, yeah. and to get a two-all draw with the leaders, with the sort of big absences that you had from the squad? Yeah, I think if you get if you got offered that before the start, we, we probably would have took it. Uh, I don't know, last time we came here and scored a couple of goals, so I'm pleased to get a couple of goals. Uh, but it's just it's disappointing when the goals go in the way they did, uh, because the work rate that the boys put in, they deserve more. But we've been on a run where we're not getting what we deserve. That's to me, that's continued a wee bit tonight. Uh, but we'll hope to get what we deserve on Saturday if we put in that sort of performance. Yeah. So, so I guess the, the first one, you, you know, you're, you're not reckoning. Lewis isn't reckoning it was a free kick. But you should have done better actually in defending the free kick. Yeah, probably, probably. And having not seen it back, I've, there's hints offside of the ball coming in as well. The two, the two players at the back in front of Lewis, I think, as it comes over. Lewis's disappointment at the free kick tells you everything as well but the, the players they've got aerially they are a threat I think we saw that Joe had a great save as well from a corner kick but uh, the boys defended strongly against good headers of the ball and great delivery as well so to, to let in only the goals that we did is, is pretty pleasing I think Did that play out pretty much the way you wanted it to, to play out the, the, the way you organised things defensively and the threat that you had on the break? 
Yeah, we've got some pace up top, up top as well there, so that was that was deliberate. We had to protect Marley. Obviously, if, if we could put Marley in the team for 90 minutes every week, I would be doing it. Uh, he said after the game last week himself, he's not quite match fit. We we had him against Motherwell. He ended up nicking his leg a little bit and couldn't play for a few weeks, and I wanted to make sure that's not the case. And I said to myself when I was speaking to him, I want to see him playing right till the end of May, not until Wednesday night, and then he can't play again at the weekend. So protecting him a little bit uh, your strongest team's got Marley Watkins in it uh, so we're looking forward to seeing that for the longer term You get greedy in a game like that don't you because yes 2-2 you would have probably taken that wouldn't you beforehand but but the way the game panned out you're pretty disappointed to lose yeah. to a late penalty which has got question marks all over it there was a hint of offside about it yeah. and, and it and it, was there enough contact for the for Sakala to go down yeah in, in my opinion there's not but the referee gets put under pressure to make a decision and he, and he makes it so again I'm not going to criticise referees people can make up their own mind when they see the pictures but it's uh, it's disappointing I think the the quality of players that they've got, they were picking holes, they were finding little areas, but there wasn't many shots on target and things like that. The big man's having to make saves. One so, big save from Conor Goldson. That yeah, was probably in the first half as well. So I think defensively as a group, the boys were brilliant. Uh, they deserved to come away with three points, despite not having a lot of possession. They were brave on the ball, uh, carried, still carried the threat right to the end as well. But probably ends up being a fair point. But when the goals are how they go in, I'm not very happy about it, to be honest. It's great for belief, isn't it, that the performance here? Yeah, when you've got a group of players that are sitting in the dressing room disappointed that they've, they've got a point from Ibrox, it tells you what the group believe they've got. Uh, but it's important it keeps going. I just got asked if things turn quick with the, the four points we just picked up. So I'm well aware it can turn again pretty quick. So uh, it's important that we keep building. It's important that we win on Saturday. Uh, and hopefully there's a big crowd there and backing us again because the boys are going to need it with the energy that they're putting in. Yeah, there'll be a lot of excitement about that game against Hearts at the weekend. And, and you could round off a great week if you were to make it seven points out of nine. Yeah, uh, I don't know, did Hearts win tonight or draw? They drew, they drew so they're, un, they're unbeaten still. Uh, but it's, it's a big challenge for us. Can we be the first team that beats them this season? Gets us a little bit closer to them as well. That, that's going to be the aim for us on Saturday. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the game already based on what I've just saw from the players. Well done, you tonight. Cheers, Rob. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Dean, are you maybe at this stage not sure whether it'll laugh or cry because it's a fantastic result, isn't it? But but uh, you could so easily have won that game, I guess. Yeah, like, like you said, it's a weird one. That um, I, I feel like coming away from it now, you do feel a bit of disappointment because I feel like we we deserve to win the game. Um, other than set plays, I don't think they, they caused us much danger at all. And personally, from where I'm standing, it's it's two soft fouls. It's it's led to their two goals. So now, obviously, the initial feeling is disappointment, but when we can look back at it, we'll be happy with the result and hopefully we can take three points on Saturday. Yeah, probably only one big save for Joe, the header from Conor Goldson in the first half. And as you say, uh, questions over the free kick from which they got their first and the penalty. There was a hint of offside maybe and, and the you know, was there enough contact for it to be given as well? Uh, it, it seems so. Um, from where I was in the pitch, I've not seen them in back yet, but from where I was, it looked like it was Lewis has won the ball cleanly, um, and then I, I don't think it's a penalty at all, but I know, I, I guess you can't really expect these things when you come here, um, you're due one or two a game, but um, obviously it's, it's really disappointing, but like we said, we did, I dust ourselves down and go again. Good to be part of that reshuffled defensive five, which, which worked really well. Yeah, no, um, any time I get on the pitch, um, I'm, I'm delighted. Um, I, I put it in every day to, to, you know, to get chances like this and 
when they come it's just about doing as much as I can to, to make an impression whether it's midfield uh, or left back or wing back where it was tonight I just I know I love I love any time I play for, for Aberdeen and I just want to continue nights like this and it's great for belief isn't it to come here and deliver that sort of performance and you're disappointed not to win for sure um, I think especially first half I thought we were excellent um, I think we got got our game plan spot on um, maybe tired of it certainly myself uh, tired of it I've not I've not played in a, in a couple couple weeks months or so so I was a bit tired the second half and um, but I thought first half we were really great going forward, and it's you know something to, something to build on. And you know if you if you offered us seven points at the start of the week, um, we would have taken it probably. So um, yeah, dust yourselves down and look for a big performance on Saturday. You're going to have a lie down. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Cheers. Dean. Cheers. There was a more positive feel going into the game against Hearts on Saturday at Pataudry following the results against Hibs and Rangers. Aberdeen were keen to be the first team to break Hearts this season and whilst the first half presented few opportunities, Craig Gordon's fine stop with his right left from Ryan Hedges' shot was as close as it was going to get. However, the first half ended with a penalty. Hearts forward Josh Ginelli pounced on a loose ball and rounding Joe Lewis who then pulled him down in the box. Kevin Clancy pointed to the spot and John Souter put the ball into the back of the net. Hart's lead wasn't to last long, though. Marley Watkins controlled a hedge's cross with his thigh and hit the ball high into the net to equalise in the 49th minute. And Lewis Ferguson scored the winner in the 69th minute with a headed shot. Hearts couldn't answer and the frustration boiled over when Andy Halliday flew in on Ferguson with three minutes to go, which earned him a straight red. Given the opposition and injuries we've had, it's an outstanding showing for the Dons as we look forward to face Motherwell this weekend. You said when you came back up you had a point to prove. Do you think you've done that now? Uh, yeah, it's still a long way to go. It's only two games, um, but yeah, um, it's going well. And as long as the team's winning, that's what matters. And yeah, let's start climbing the table. On a personal level, how much did that goal mean to you? It was some finish. Yeah, it's just good to get off the mark. Um, I think I should have had a few more. It was a bit maybe trying too hard, like a bit rash and a bit um, uncomposed. First few chances, but um, yeah, good composure and buzzing it went in. Yeah. The pace of yourself and Hedges behind Ramirez seemed to really unsettle Hearts. They didn't really have much room to breathe. How much do you think that helped the team? Yeah, I feel when we're at it, some spells were brilliant and um, yeah, uh, we can get even better. I'm only getting fitter and stronger because I'm lacking much uh, fitness, but um, yeah, we're only going to get better and I think we're starting to click now, as you can see, and we're all in it together, so buzzing. There were quite a lot of critics after the losing run, but that's wins now over Hibs and Hearts and a draw against Rangers away from home. Gone some way to answer those. Yeah, there's always going to be critics when the results um, don't come, but uh, we've got to believe in what we're doing, and that's what we've done, and it's coming good. But obviously, still long, still a long way to go, and um, yeah, long may it continue. The first half was good. The second half was even better. There's a formation change as well at half time. What was said in there that, that changed that? Yeah, fair play to the gaffer and the staff um, changed it and it worked a treat and we uh, delivered the game plan, showed good character to come back and yeah, great win. How much did you enjoy being part of that? Uh, it was brilliant. Um, first half, I thought we played alright, didn't play too well. Um, we were never under any sort of pressure. I think we played a wee bit within ourselves, we were comfortable on the ball but final pass wasn't good enough, the quality wasn't good enough so... Half time, I addressed that and we spoke about needing to up the quality in the final third. And I think second half, we done that. Um, the crowd got right behind us and it was a great comeback. I think in the first half, it seemed like Hearts and Aberdeen were just cancelling each other out. Two, three, four threes against each other, but Aberdeen changed the formation, put Scott Brown back in midfield alongside you, and from there on, it was kind of one way traffic. 
Yeah, it was pretty even first half. I don't think there was any chances for either side apart from their penalty. There was nothing in the game. Um, we had a couple shots at goal, but that was it. I think the first half was just lacking a bit of quality, probably for both sides. Um, yeah, in the second half, we changed shape. And I think it freed me up a wee bit more, Marley, um, as well. And we started to get joy for it, and also we get our, our two goals. Um, and then we kind of sat in a wee bit and, and just seen the, the three points out, so it's a, it's a good day all round. You're known for being a quality midfielder. Do you think your ability in the air sometimes goes under the radar slightly? Um, I don't know. I've, I've scored a few headers, I've scored for a few corners this, this season, um, which is good, but we work in set pieces a lot. Um, so, yeah, it's good to see them, them coming off. Because see if you work hard on something and it can be so frustrating if you try and try and try and try again and nothing comes of it. But you're getting a lot, a lot of success from these right now. Yeah, and I've got to say that the delivery for uh, Dill was spot on, um, right on the money, as it was midweek. Um, and when the delivery is that good, it, it makes your job so much easier. You just have to guide the ball um, on target, and I've done that inside and play at the back of net. There were promising signs against Hibs and Rangers. Do you feel like today confirms that Aberdeen are really starting to turn a proper corner? Yeah, um, we, we addressed it last week when we were on such a bad run and we had three massive games coming up against three teams that, that were in decent form and, and up the top end of the, the table. So it was three difficult games, but I think they probably came at a good time for us. Um, these sort of games take care of themselves uh, and we've managed to, to turn around what was a really bad start to the season starting to be a wee bit more positive um, around the place now and, and hopefully that continues and, and we keep this run going. Great, and congratulations for today. Cheers, thanks. Stephen, congratulations, a well-deserved victory. Is that the best you've seen your team play this season? Uh, it's the best response I've seen uh, to something, the first half performance wasn't what we'd expect, uh, but I think the, to be fair, the crowd gave a really good reception coming off the pitch at half-time and you could see the response from the players in the second half when we changed shape a little bit, so yeah, I'm delighted with them. How did you think the change in shape would help your team and nullify Hearts? Uh, I felt we got a little bit of pressure on the ball higher up the pitch, stopped them playing it long quite so easily. They were finding it a wee bit too easy to play through us in the first half. Uh, and it would also make us a threat on the ball. We didn't have as many options as we might have liked in the first half. Uh, but we, we made the decision to stick to half-time uh, so that we could change in the dressing room and then they've not seen it. And then it's a little bit, uh, almost taken away surprise a wee bit. And I think the players carried it out brilliantly. Scott Brown moved back into midfield and just dominated the second half. Yeah, he did. McGeoch was brilliant in there, Fergie was brilliant in there as well. McGinn, clever when he came on as well. Johnny's legs coming on, there was, there was a lot in there. Uh, but again, another leader's performance from Scott at the back in the first half and then midfield second half, really driving the group on. Did you feel that their penalty in the first half though was still slightly against the run of play? I would say so. Uh, to be honest, it wasn't. A, I don't think we were carrying too much goal threat in the first half. We got a lot of opportunities, but the bulk of play was probably in the air, <laughs> or Hearts were playing a wee bit and then coming forward quickly. So, I think the balance of play probably all square first half would have been fair, but I wouldn't say it was against the run of play by any means. How important have these last three games been then, considering the pressure that was coming before that? Seven points from a possible nine against Hibs, Rangers, and Hearts. Pretty impressive. Yeah, well, we see where we are in the table now, off the back of it. Uh, but I think the, the one thing we were consistent with, with was the belief in the players from the whole start of the season. Had a pretty good start, a real blip where there was, well, five games certainly where we lost in a row. But the belief in the players was brilliant. Uh, they've kept working, and I think you see the rewards that they get for their work rate and their, their quality in the second half as well. So we're, we're all pleased for the players today. A word on Marley Watkins, that's his second man of the match performance in a week at Petodre, and a great goal as well. His first since coming back up the road. 
Yeah, he's, he's given us a different dimension, really. Uh, he's good on the ball, offers a threat in behind, good defensively as well, he's work rate. Uh, pleased that he gets a goal, because forward players like to score goals and feel good about themselves. So, pleased that he's off the mark again. Uh, looking forward to more of the same. Hopefully he makes it three in a row next week. But looking good from open play, but from set pieces as well, your team are really carrying a threat at the moment. Just how much work goes into that? Yeah, a lot. Uh, obviously, Alan, Alan's very specialised at it as well, does really well with it. The players execute it brilliantly. There's good delivery, which is vital if it's going to work. Uh, but we do, we put a lot of work into it. There's a lot of time goes into it. But the, the thing is, the, the focus has to be right from the players. Well, I think Alan deserves a huge amount of credit for the amount of work he does and the amount of research. I think he's up till midnight a lot of nights watching, watching set pieces and how are we going to set up and things like that. The replacements that have come in for the injured boys have done well. Have they really given you something to think about? Yeah, they've, they've been giving me something to think about all year. And I think that's why I had the trust. You asked me before the game how much trust in some like Dean. Uh, 100% trust. And for them to produce that Wednesday at Ibrox and then again here in a huge game shows how well they're training and their professionalism. So we've got big problems of picking teams. But when players play like that, they make it difficult to leave them out. So it's, it's a great problem to have. Great. Congratulations, Dean. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Catch live audio and video of our next match only on Red TV. Subscribe now for full match day coverage, replays, highlights and all the goals, exclusive interviews and behind the scenes content. Sign up now at redtv.afc.co.uk. The best of the action only on Red TV. Aberdeen women exited the SWPL Cup at the hands of Hibernian after losing 2-0 in horrendous conditions on Sunday at the Balmoral Stadium. The wind and driving rain didn't help matters and it was two first-half goals from Hibs' Rachel Boyle that secured the win. The team are back in action again tomorrow night for our midweek fixture against Glasgow City in the league. Kickoff is at 7.30pm at Glebe Park in Brechin. If you can get along to the game, tickets are £5 for adults and under-16s can get in for free. to the track. This is serious stuff. You sure we should be on here, Paddy? I'm not, Fred. I'm really not. Three, two, one, go! All-terrain caravanning. It doesn't get greener than this, boys. And the cows. This is my kind of day. I'm a sit on that. I did say sit. Get the call. Yes, yes. It's the time machine. That is a small star fast. That's super car fast. I think I pulled someone. What are you laughing at? Took me a month to practice. <laughs> Whoa, what a stop. <laughs> You're milking it now, man. You're milking it. <laughs> Top Gear returns to the BBC later this month. A quick round up from the matches midweek and at the weekend in the SPFL then and Celtic beat Hibs 3-1 at Easter Road on Wednesday. Anthony Ralston, Cabin Carter-Vickers and Kyogo Furuhashi scored for the visitors before Martin Boyle pulled one back. Hearts drew one all with St Johnston at McDermott Park with Josh Janelli cancelling out Liam Gordon's opener. Livingston and Dundee United drew one all at the Tony Macaroni Arena. Levy led through a Nicky Clark own goal but Peter Paul equalised before the break. St Mirren hit back to draw 2 all with Motherwell at Fair Park. The Steelmen took control thanks to a Tony Watt double, but Eamon Brophy bagged a brace for Saints. At the bottom of the table, Ross County dealt Dundee a blow after a stunning 5-0 win at the Kilmack Stadium. Harry Clark, Ross Gallaghan, Joss Hangbo and Reagan Charles Cook scoring two got the goals as the Thaggies earned their first league win of the season in style.
On Saturday, Celtic missed a chance to go top and missed a last-minute penalty as they were held 0-0 by Livingston. St Johnston aided Dundee United's good run with a 1-0 success at Tanadice and Dundee beat St Mirren 1-0 in Paisley to move four points clear of bottom club Ross County, whose game with Hibs was postponed due to COVID in the Hibs squad. Kilmarnock moved two points clear at the top of the championship with a 4-0 home win over Queen of the South. Second place Inverness Cali Thistle drew 0-0 with Partick Thistle in Glasgow, while Arbroath hit back to see off bottom club Dunfermline Athletic 4-2 at Gayfield. Wraith Rovers beat Air United 2-1 at Starks Park, while Morton drew 1-0 with Hamilton Ackies at Capilo. Queen's Park remain ahead of Cove Rangers on goal difference at the top of League One after a 3-0 draw between the teams at the Balmoral Stadium. Erdionians went down 2-1 to Aloe Athletic and Montrose are up to third following a 0-0 draw at Peterhead. Falkirk are just three points off the top after beating Clyde 3-1 at Broadwood while bottom club East Fife defeated Dumbarton 2-1 at Bayview. Kelvy Hearts remain six points clear in League Two after a 1-0 draw with closest challenger Stirling Albion at New Central Park. Four for Athletic were 3-2 winners against Stranraer at Stair Park and an Athletic beat bottom club Cowdenbeath at 1-0 at Gallabank. You will repay your debt to society by working the number of hours mandated by the court. We found it. We're entitled to it. Are you citing the legal precedent, finders, keepers, losers, weepers? What if it's drug money? Say hello to my little friend. Have you seen that film, Scarface? You'd like it. It's about drug... about, um... What is it about? I can't even remember. If I run long and I have a ticket, because now I have to kill them just to make a point. Don't worry, ma'am. I've got ice in the back of my head. Well, we're all definitely going to jail. You can catch up with Outlaw on BBC One Scotland and BBC iPlayer. Coming up this weekend is a home fixture against Motherwell. Kick-off at Pataudry is at 3pm this Saturday. Tickets for this match are on sale now at tickets.afc.co.uk or direct from the Pataudry ticket office. If you can't make it to the game, the match will be broadcast live on Red TV as part of your season ticket or on pay-per-view. It's also available as part of your Red TV subscription for international viewers or audio only in the UK and Ireland. Coverage starts at 2.30pm with Rob McLean. The fixtures in the Premiership look like this on Saturday. All 3pm kickoffs. It's Hearts versus Dundee United. Livingston are at home to Hibs and St Johnston play St Mirren. And on Sunday, a midday kickoff between Dundee and Celtic and Rangers are at home to Ross County at 3pm. Just before I go, the winners of the halftime draw on Wednesday were Scott Reid, who won £306.50. And on Saturday, it was Paul Monroe from Aberdeen, who won £720. You can take part in the halftime draw by going to the AFC website, tickets.afc.co.uk. It's where you can buy them. The AFC Donscast will be back next Tuesday. In between now and then, you can keep up to date with all the latest Dons news on our social media. Just search for us using Inverness Reds or on the website at invernessreds.co.uk. And if you're looking for live score updates and match stats for the game on Saturday, the website is also the place to be. You can air your thoughts on the Motherwell match. There's live match chat available on Saturday on Dons Talk at donstalk.co.uk. That's it for this week. Till next Tuesday, stand free. That's all for this week. More Aberdeen news next Tuesday evening from 8.